Okay, guys, as you would have seen, no tips today. It was pretty hard to find any value, especially once all the Milwaukee guys started getting ruled out. And I don't think there was any lines for the Toronto boys with the questionable tag on Van Vliet and Gasol. So we essentially only had four teams worth. Anyway, that's the advantage that we get over the bookies is that the fact that even though they're giving us a dollar eighty-seven on 50-50 odds, we are not obliged to bet on every single line they put out. And that's where we get our value. So before we tuck in tomorrow into tomorrow's nine game slate, yes, nine game slate, uh, we'll just run over the game, what we do here. So essentially we have a projection model based on different stats, uh, pace, offensive rating, defensive rating, um, ease, all these types of things, splits. Um, so we have a number that's projected out. We then compare that number to the line. We highlight what we like. And from there, we will do a, a few more deep dive splits. And then we'll also deep dive into our ease by position. And from there, pick our favorites, make sure the odds are right, and release them through our app. So the first game we've got is the Knicks at Washington. Washington's favored by four and a total of 227. For Washington... Uh, Pesesniks and Jerome Robinson are questionable and Dennis Smith Jr. is questionable for the Knicks. Did I just say Knicks twice? Either way, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Rui Hachimura, we've got him projected over 13 and a half. Uh, absolute stinker last game. I think he dropped a donut. Um... I would have liked more of a line decrease, but obviously because they're at home and versus the Knicks, that hasn't really moved, so that doesn't tickle my fancy. Shabazz Napier, 12 and a half, getting a few extra minutes with Ish Smith out. Uh, the Alfred Payton defense uh, would probably sit that one out. He hasn't quite been reaching that mark, even with the extra minutes. Alfred Payton, 12 and a half, he's been smashing that of late. Um, I we've got him projected pretty much right on that number, um, but I would like to have a look at that over a little closer. Julius Randle, 21.5. Yeah, look, there's absolutely no one on the Washington front line that would be able to stop him. He's got free reign to take a majority of the shots. Uh, I don't mind it, but I would probably lean towards sit, but I'll have a closer look. But from memory, he doesn't quite get the attempts up and only seems to pass that line when he shoots a high percentage. Bradley Beal, 31.5. Yeah, look, if I'm going anyway, it's obviously the over, uh, but we've discussed many times before with such a high line, uh, there's too many things that can go wrong, foul trouble, injury, missing shots, uh, that can go against you with trying to achieve an over for such a high line. Next, we've got Boston at Indiana. Boston are favoured by two, and the total is 215. Jalen Brown is still out. Uh, Robert Williams is probable. 
And for Indiana, uh, Victor Oladipo is questionable and Doug McDermott is doubtful. I don't mind that uh, line for the Celtics, especially if Depot happens to sit. That looks a little bit juicier. Okay. Daniel Tice, nine and a half. Uh, he's been about that uh, against Miles Turner. Bit of rim protection. He only gets those in close ones, so I'll probably sit that out. Although that being said, he has hit a couple of threes, but Miles can can stretch out to the perimeter on defense there. Um, yeah, it's just a long way of saying it's not bad, but I don't love it. Aaron Holiday, eleven and a half. Obviously, with um, Malcolm Brogdon still sidelined, Aaron Holiday is getting the burn. Uh, he's getting the opportunity, but against the Boston defense, I'll probably sit it out. Victor Oladipo, if he plays, is 14 and a half. I don't mind that. Again, the Boston defense makes me steer away from it a little bit, uh, but I'd have a look a little bit closer. Gordon Haywood, 16 and a half. That's about right for Gordo. Um, he has he did have a good outing last game, started off ice cold and then heated up. I think he missed his first six shots and then ended, still managed to end up with 20 five-odd points. Again, I'm doing all this off the dome, guys, so <clears throat> if there is anything that I've got wrong, make sure you get at me so I can correct that. Uh, anyway, 16 and a half. Um, yeah, it's probably about right. Miles Turner, 13 and a half. Uh, I don't mind that. I will have a closer look. We've got him projected under. Again, obviously, the Celtics defense. Tice is not bad. Uh, he can get out to the perimeter somewhat. I don't think that Turner's going to be blown by him. So Tice should be able to close out okay there. Marcus Smart, 15 and a half. Obviously getting the starting job uh, with Jalen Brown out and has pretty much been because of the combination of Haywood and Tatum and Brown being out. He has been starting for some time. 15 and a half does seem a little high, so I'd like to take a closer look at that. Smart is one of the rare guys who actually plays better or has a higher points output on the road than his career average. Kemba Walker, 20 and a half. Um, yeah, look, the minutes are slowly coming back for Kemba. I'm not sure what he's projected at for minutes today. Yes, he's projected for 31 minutes, so he should get his full allotment of minutes. He has been struggling a little bit um, without Brogton there to defend him. I don't mind that. I'd have a little bit of a closer look. Jason Tatum, 24 and a half. Uh, the wing defense with Old Depot, TJ Warren uh, is pretty good. Obviously, Tatum's been playing really well. <clears throat> 24 and a half is probably about right. Uh, as is DeMontis Sabonis at 19 and a half. His line seems to be quite consistent. Next up is Cleveland at Chicago. Chicago are favored by four and a half, and the total is 215 and a half. For the Bulls, Sadoransky has been moved to the bench in place, and replacing him is Kobe White. 
Uh, Zach Levine is still out for another one or two games, I believe. Uh, Ryan Archidiakono is questionable for Cleveland. Uh, Exum's still out, uh, as is Garland, Tristan Thompson, and Kevin Porter. So let's have a look and see with all that what lines we have available. All right, so our boy Delhi has got a line, six and a half. Um, yeah, with the lack of, obviously he's not a, a big usage guy in terms of shooting, he does get those passes off. Uh, had a massive 14 or 15 assist game, went filling in the other day. Um, six and a half, yeah, with the lack of Bulls defense, I'd consider looking at that at least. I believe he's still projected to play 30 minutes plus, yeah, 35 minutes. So the minutes are definitely there, whether he decides to shoot or not. Let's wait and see. Larry Markinen, 14 and a half. Uh, yeah, that's probably been about right. It hasn't been great since he's come back, but obviously he's going up against Kevin Love and a lack of defense in the front court of Cleveland, so I'm not willing to risk my money either way there. Wendell Carter's at 10.5. He's been pretty shit out since he's come back as well. Um, going up against Drummond. Uh, again, pretty much mirror Larry Markin and comments. I'm not willing to risk my money either way there. Jetty Osman, 12.5. He's been uh, picking it up of late with the injuries. I would have a look there, uh, but he tends to fall into the category of... Uh, high volume, low percentage. So the shots are generally there and whether they go in or not is another thing. Will generally lead to whether you win your over bet or not. Or under bet. Colin Sexton, 23 and a half. That has jumped up. Obviously, piss poor Chicago defense. Kobe White in there for Sadoransky makes it even worse. Um, yeah, if it was 20 and a half, 21 and a half, I'd consider it, but no. Kobe White, 21 and a half, uh, falls into the same category as Osman. Plenty of shots, whether they go in or not, who knows, against Cleveland. You'd think more than likely yes than no, but I'm not willing to take that risk. Kevin Love, 18 and a half. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, there's not a whole lot of defense in this game, which is quite funny considering the total is so low. Just goes to show the amount of skill level in this game to not be able to put up some numbers. And Drummond, 18 and a half, again, with Thompson out. I uh, would have a look at that. I didn't actually see how many minutes Drummond played the other day. If they've got him back into full allotment of minutes, if he is at that 30-minute or 30-plus mark, then I would consider that over as well. But yeah, to try and pick a favourite out of this lot and who's going to do what is pretty hard. So I'd more than likely end up sitting most of it. Yeah, he played 33 minutes last game, so I'd be comfortable that he's going to get that 30-plus again. So out of all of those guys, I'd probably take Drummond, gun to my head, for any of those overs between Drummond, Love, uh, Osman, Delhi. All right. Next up, Orlando at Memphis. Memphis favoured by two and a half and a total of 222. 
Jaron Jackson, Justin Win- Justice Winslow still out. And on the Orlando side of things, I know that um, Evan Fournier is still out, going to miss some time. So let's have a squeeze at what lines we've got available here. Anthony Melton, nine and a half. Um, hard to know with Melton. Um, if anything, I'm probably going to lean under. We got him slightly pro- projected slightly over. Um, I'll have a closer look at that. Dylan Brooks, seventeen and a half. Put him in the boat with Cody's. Uh, put him in the boat with Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller, Kobe White, and. Uh, Larry Markinen, shots go in, he's going over. They don't, he's going under. So I'm just going to sit that out. Fultz, 13 and a half. Had a great outing last game, so we've had a one-point rise there. I would probably sit that one out. Kyle Anderson, seven and a half. That's about right. Terrence Ross, 17 and a half. Getting a lot more shots with Fournier out. Uh, but throw him in the Brooks camp. He goes on hot streaks and cold streaks, so he's likely to get 25 or 5. Jar Morant, 18 and a half. Uh, that's a little bit of a drop. I don't mind that. He's been a lot better at home. The full de- defense does worry me a bit, um, so I'll probably sit it out, but I will have a closer look at that over. Jonas Valanciunas, 15 and a half. Now that's dropped down fairly significantly. Oh, well, not fairly significantly by a point, but that's uh, pretty enticing going up against Orlando centers. Put up pretty good numbers. Um, Jonas, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or rhythm for when he takes eight shots or when he takes 15. It's it's not linked to center defense. So it's quite hard to tell with JV when he's going to decide to shoot it. And I haven't seen enough of Memphis games to see why that is. Aaron Gordon, 17 and a half, uh, pretty thin up front for Memphis. Um, that's probably about right though. Nikola Vucevic, uh, 21 and a half. At a 20 and a half, I'd consider an over. I don't think the Valence Unis defense is going to overly worry him, but far from my favorite play on the board off the top of my head. But I will look a little closer at that one. Next, we've got Dallas at San Antonio. The Mavs are favored by three, and there is currently no total released because we have a few questionables. Quite a sum. Uh, Kid Gilchrist signed off um, as a buyout guy. He's not playing. Dorian Finney-Smith is questionable. Collie Stein is out. Seth Curry is out. Luka Doncic is questionable. And on the Spurs side of things, LaMarcus looks like he'll miss another game. And Lonnie Walker is questionable. And looks like Marco Bellinelli is probable. So I don't know if we're going to have any Dallas lines here with Luca sideline. No, we don't. So we've only got the Dallas boys, uh, the Spurs boys, sorry. 
Paddy Mills, 11.5. Obviously, we would have heard the Murray news. Murray is obviously out. Uh, so that's probably going to give a bit more, few more minutes to Derek White and Paddy Mills. Um, yeah, maybe, but I'd like to see how this minutes distribution shakes out. First of all, if I was going to lean out of White and Mills, I'd lean towards the Mills over, over Derek White. But let's uh, wait and see how these minutes shake out. Bryn Forbes, 12 and a half. That's about right. Rudy Gay, even Bryn Forbes may be the beneficiary of, of some of that uh, Murray usage or minutes. Rudy Gay, 13 and a half. Um, yeah, that's probably about right. Derek White, 13 and a half, also seems about right. Trey Lyles, 13 and a half. Um, if anything, I'd probably take the under there. That has risen up. Uh, one point, I think. We took an over for Trey Lyles last week at 12 and a half. Uh, he had two hot games on high percentage shooting when he filled in at center. So obviously he's getting shots around the bucket, running center in the offense. Uh, but now that he's moved back to the four, um, I would consider that as an under with that line rise and uh, the defense of Dallas. DeMar DeRozan, 23 and a half. We took a couple of unders with DeMar. We thought that he'd get a lot more shots up with LaMarcus Aldridge out, but it just hasn't seemed to have been the way. Um, I think the last game was the Nets game, and he only just went over against the Nets by half a point, I believe it was, and it was only on 12 attempts, but he shot 9 out of 12. I think I may have mentioned it in the weekly recap yesterday. Um, so the shot attempts, even though he went over, the shot attempts were still low, just a super high percentage. So I guess um, what I'm getting at here is that I'm going to explore looking at an under again. Next up, we have got Minnesota at Houston. Houston are favoured by 12 and a half and the total is 244 and a half. Eric Gordon is questionable as is Ben McLemore. Josh Okogie, 10 and a half. Uh, we've been taking pretty good advantage of the Okogi unders over the last couple of weeks uh, against Houston, a bit higher pace. I'm not so sure I'd be willing to take it, but I'll have a look. Juan Hernan Gomez, 11.5. That's dropped down a little bit because he hasn't been getting there. Uh, I would say that he's going to get Bobkov, so I'm definitely not willing to take an over on Juan. Naz Reed, 12 and a half. It's still pretty hard to get a read on centers going up against Houston. Uh, and I honestly don't know enough about Naz Reed's game to see if he would be able to take advantage of PJ Tucker. Bobkov, 13 and a half. Yeah, look, throw him in the boat of if he makes his shots, he's going over. If he misses them, he's going under, but the attempts are there. 
D'Angelo Russell, 24 and a half. This guy's pissed me off to no end lately, just for no reason. He seems to shoot the ball seven, eight times less every three games or four games. So that inconsistency is going to make me stay away from that. Russ Westbrook, 30 and a half. Yeah, look, either he or Harden or probably both of these guys. Harden's at 33 and a half. We've got them both projected over. Could very easily see that happening. Um, if I was going to take one of them, it would probably be Westbrook. Um, but as I've mentioned before, the high lines like that, I tend to stay away from. Phoenix at Portland. Phoenix, uh, sorry, Portland are favoured by four and a half, and there is no total release for this game yet because. DeAndre Ayton is questionable. Trevor Ariza, nine and a half. Um, I don't mind having a look at the under there. The Bridges defense should be pretty good. Carmelo Anthony, 14 and a half. Um... Yeah, look, with Saric starting, he won't be able to guard Melo and he somewhat falls into the category of uh, the make or miss club. I think we need a proper name for that. Someone uh, get at me with uh, high usage, uh, low field goal percentage or high shot attempt, low percentage guys. We need a name for it. Either way, Melo's in that boat. He'll get the shots, make or miss, under over. Dario Saric, 13 and a half. Um, I think with Aiton coming back, that's obviously a hard under. Um, obviously, the mellow defense is not going to worry him at all. So if you're able to jump on that quick enough, if you hear Aiton is playing or likely to play, I'd definitely hit that under. Otherwise, I'll just sit it out. Mikel Bridges, 13 and a half. Look, we took him under last game because he'd had some hot shooting games against some pretty average teams. Uh, he did get some, well, what I believe happened, I didn't actually watch the game, but from what I saw with the running scores is that Devin Booker got into foul trouble and Bridges played a lot more minutes because of that and got extra usage because of that. Um, now going up against Ariza, I'm assuming Ariza guards him. He may Ariza may even switch over to Devin Booker and CJ McCollum will go to Bridges. Um, so with that in mind, I'd have to go back and have a look and see if if that is the case. But if Ariza is guarding Bridges, I'd definitely consider that under. Ricky Rubio, fifteen and a half. Look, that he's been on fire. The line's risen. Uh, and I'm certainly not willing to go back the other way against the lack of Portland defense at the guard position. Devin Booker, 28 and a half. Uh, again, I'll probably look to an under there if uh, Ariza is guarding him. And Whiteside, 16 and a half. That's probably about right. I would take the under if Baines is in. Or I'd definitely consider the under if Baines is in. Uh, and I would look towards an over if Aiton is in. But more than likely, just to stay away, I'd probably lean the under over the over, if that makes sense. Um, 
depending on who's in or out there for Phoenix at center. Second last game, Brooklyn at the Lakers. Lakers are favored by 11.5, and the total is 223.5. Davis is probable, as is Alex Caruso. Uh, Dion Waiters and LeBron James are questionable, so we're not going to get any lines for the Lakers guys here. And Garrett Temple is out for Brooklyn. Joe Harris, 13 and a half. Um, yeah, had a good game last game or recently. I think it was against Chicago, potentially. Um, he's another guy who seems to be... In, he was getting the shots and then I think they went away a little bit. They ducked down, had a good game last game. Uh, yeah, I'd look into that a little bit more. We got him projected slightly under. DeAndre Jordan, nine and a half. Yeah, yeah, look, no comment. Um, I think you all know what I'm referring to. Karis LeVert, 22 and a half. Um, I would lean under, uh, but with LeBron questionable, I'd probably just sit it out. And same goes for Spencer Dinwiddie at 18 and a half. Um, the line looks attractive at, at, at the initial glance, but he is a lot worse on the road than he is at home. Last game, Clippers at Golden State. Uh, the Clippers are favoured by 11.5, and there is no spread or total currently because Steph Curry is questionable. Uh, Draymond Green and Smailagic are out um, so we're not going to have any lines for the Golden State guys here. No. Okay. Pretty hard to go, well, especially if Steph's out, pretty hard to go any Clippers guys over here with the blowout potential. Marcus Morris, 12.5. Normally I'd say yeah, but... Not against Golden State, uh, referring to an under. If it's a Zubach, six and a half. Uh, that's about right. If anything, I'd probably look towards an over. Pat Beverly, six and a half. He's been pretty shitful since coming back from his injury and combined with Reggie Jackson coming in and having his minutes cut, pretty much a minute split between those guys. Um, six and a half is just too low to to take an under. Lou Williams, 15 and a half. Nor, again, a little bit like Marcus Morris. Normally I would say yes, but he may see some extra minutes with a blowout. Ditto for Montrez Harrell at 16 and a half. Paul George, 17 and a half. That seems pretty low, even with a potential, if that is correct, even with a potential blowout there. Paul George could easily rack up 20 points in 20 minutes. Um, yeah, no, that's incorrect. His line is 20 and a half, so I'd sit that out. Uh, same goes for Kawhi at 25 and a half. All right, guys, that'll do it for today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, Playerline Pro, just a tip. 
if you can give leave us a rating, that'd be awesome. Might try and do some promos where uh, we have people write us a review and get a discount on a membership, something like that. But you follow us, yeah. Stay tuned for that. We'll uh, release something on our social media. So it's Player Line Pro on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And don't forget, you can check out playerlinepro.com also for some extra articles, bit of fantasy stuff. And we'll speak to you tomorrow.